Welcome you to the sports kingdom. Welcome you to the sports kingdom. Welcome you to the sports kingdom. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler Pachalki. What's up, TP? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Ready to dive into these week matchups. It's going to be a good week of football. Yeah. Definitely week- excited for the triple header on Thanksgiving. Yeah, week, tw- week 12 is upon us. Thanksgiving is here. It's yep. a football holiday. Yep. Uh, but before we start, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK show. Check us out on Anchor as well, anchor.fm slash TSK show, or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We got an all football episode, like Tyler said, right now for you as we get ready for week 12 in the NFL. Tyler, why don't we run through the NFL Power Rankings presented by the Cup Barbershop, uh, 1 through 10 real quick, and then we'll discuss why each team is where uh, where they sit in the Power Rankings as we make our picks of the week. Yeah, so um, at number one, I mean, I got this New Orleans Saints staying there with the big win, um, but then I got the Rams at number two, uh, Kansas City at number three, New England number four, and Pittsburgh number five, so... Actually, a lot of really common names up there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of big names in the top five. Other than the back five is uh, I got Houston at number six on the seven-game win streak. Uh, the Chargers fall down to number seven. Um, Chicago enters the top ten uh, at number eight. Looking really nice. Um, and then Carolina and Minnesota both drop to nine and ten. All right. And then uh, before we make our picks uh, for this week, let's recap how we did last week. Yeah, it was another. It's been it's been tough for me to, <laughs> this year. Yeah, what what was your record last week? Seven and six. Seven and six. Yeah. Okay, what does that bring your total record to now? Ninety five and sixty six. Well, last week was probably my worst week of the season. It was a bad a bad week. Thirteen games. I went five and eight. Last week was great for the playoff picture. Um, just you know. It, it, a lot of upsets. A lot of upsets. It, it really shook things up. It really left the door slightly cl- cracked for a couple of teams and yeah. left the door wide open for a lot of other teams. Yeah. Those Chargers, that Chargers loss, that Panthers loss, you know, these are, these, you didn't really predict them. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, so I went five and eight, bringing my total record to 100. I got my 100th victory. Yeah. Uh, 161. Yep, so I, I gained a couple games on you, but not as much as I should have. Uh, Definitely not taking as... advantage of your down week. I should yeah, have, you know. Yeah, you you didn't have as good a week as you you could have. That's all right. I guess the the Seahawks and Packers game correctly, and that's all that matters. Yeah, well, that was a great game. It was. <laughs> but all right, let's let's jump into it. Turkey Day Thursday, we got the nine thirty game. Yeah, it's uh it's getting down to the very end. All these games are going to start having playoff implications. Um, this one definitely does. This year, uh, right now, every single team in the league mathematically is still in the playoff hunt. Somehow. Uh, no, nobody has been eliminated. I think a lot of the four-win teams are definitely still in it. Um, you know, the two- and three-win teams would be you know, pretty tough. A pretty lot of, miraculous. A lot of teams would have to fall in the right way for that to happen. But it's everyone's still alive. So um, all these games are going to be uh, continuously be good. Uh, it's another great year in the NFL. Yeah, no, the competitiveness and the 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 non parity 
uh, as yeah. as people of the NBA, fans of the NBA would say, yeah, exactly. in terms of the, the yeah. parity of competition between teams uh, has definitely not been lackluster this year. It's definitely been a competitive year in the NFL. Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, I think there's still it's still going to be one of those years where someone we think is going to make it is going to fall off. And some team we we don't think is going to do it. It's going to rail off a bunch of wins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the first game on Thanksgiving, uh, Chicago at Detroit. Uh, these are both classic Thanksgiving teams to me. Uh, Detroit definitely is a thing. I think I think Detroit and Dallas are, like, the two most, like, Thanksgiving teams. Yeah. Uh, NFC East, NFC North. Uh, all those teams remind me of Thanksgiving. But, yep. uh, yeah, th- um, Chicago is coming off the big Sunday night football game. Um I uh, I had this game. I think that they're gonna uh, have this game at Chicago negative five and a half. Um, even though they're on the road, I think they're gonna they they got Chicago winning it. Well, Chicago is favored. It's not by five and a half. It's by three and a half. Yep. So okay. they're they are favoring Chicago. They're giving them uh, a field goal plus a half a point. Yep. Uh, for being on the road. Yeah. Um, but and, and no Trubisky though. The it, once that uh injury comes to comes to light, whether he's going to play or not, that's going to change. Oh, that'll definitely uh, this change this game it. dramatically. I think Detroit can beat Chicago if Trubisky's not playing. I think they really need the threat of him running the ball, uh, to be effective. You know, I think that's like where their offense lies. They have a great defense and makes a tons of plays. They they can play with anybody. Um, but their offense needs Trubisky, and they need him to run well um, just for the threat, opens up the the pass. Um, Tariq Cohen, uh, on passes to Tariq Cohen this year, the quarterback rating is 153, and <laughs> the perfect rating is 158.3. Yeah. So on passes to Tariq Cohen out of the backfield, um, almost perfect. Um, and then to add Jordan Howard's downhill running style, uh, it's a pretty dynamic offense with those three guys, but when Trubisky's not in there, it's not the same thing. No, definitely not. Uh, I think uh, it's definitely been a pleasant surprise for uh, not only the fans of the Chicago Bears, but also the front office uh, in Chicago for Trubisky to take the steps that he's taken in his progression from year one to year two. Uh, definitely this injury, if he is to not play, will greatly affect this game and give yeah. give Detroit a much better chance to win uh, because Detroit obviously has much more experienced players, uh, but also Detroit is dealing with some injuries on their side. I know, uh, and also obviously Matt Patricia hasn't been as successful in his first year as some might have thought coming yeah. fr- coming from the Bill Belichick tree. They've had a scrappy year. Um, I think that they're trying to uh, change who they are. Um, they got rid of Golden Tate. Uh, they're trying to bring in a young carry-on Johnson. Uh, Marvin who's Jones, played in, who's played incredibly. Yeah, Marvin Jones Jr. has been kind of questionable all year uh, dealing with injuries. Um, Kenny Galladay has played really well. He's another young piece. Um, unfortunately, they didn't, haven't gotten much production out of their defense, which is what Patricia does. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the difference in That's the, really been the season. knock. Yeah. You know, Matt Stafford's an elite quarterback. Um, he can get it done with anybody, any supporting cast. So. Yep. Um, they lean on him too much. They're too one-dimensional on offense. So I think Chicago's going to win this game uh, yeah. if Trubisky plays. Now, if he doesn't play, it's going to be really tough t- um, to to go either way. Detroit could definitely win. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm going with Chicago. I'm I'm thinking as if Trubisky is playing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if he doesn't play, this game is for sure a toss-up. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a great game to set the table. Uh, yeah. for thanksgiving yeah i hope i hope uh i hope he plays and i hope stafford has a good game it'll be yeah. exciting uh 
Yeah. Um, the next game on the docket is uh, uh, the Redskins going to Dallas. Yeah, going to Jerry uh, World on Thanksgiving. This, so these first two games I think of are very traditional um, Thanksgiving matchups. Yeah, NFC me. East, NFC North, those uh, those classic rivalry games. Yep. I think everything's changed recently with the news to Alex Smith and breaking his tibula and fibula. Yes, definitely. Um, that obviously, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking for D.C. because they already had all the injuries on the offensive line. Um, they're playing three backups right now. Yeah. Um, and then to lose your starting quarterback when you're six and three, doing way better than most people projected, I think. Yeah, and getting production out of a player uh, who's on the wrong side of thirty. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't expected from uh, in a player like Adrian Peterson. So it's just you know with the beat up offensive line and Colt McCoy, backup quarterback, coming in with not a lot of uh, help receiving. You know, in the receiving core, uh, they got a good one-two punch with Peterson and Thompson when they're healthy. Yep. Um, but when they're healthy is not all the time. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it looks to me like um, I, I put the spread at Dallas at uh, Dallas negative six and a half. Oh, you're pretty close. So Vegas has it at Dallas minus seven and a half. Yeah. See, I think it's going to be, um, it's just going to be tough matchups for them here on out. Yeah. I mean, with, with what, in regards to Washington, it's, the whole domino effect of losing three off offensive linemen, uh, starting offensive linemen, and then y your quarterback goes down on a sack and breaks his leg and is yeah. out for the foreseeable future. Uh, it's it's a tough domino effect to to to, come to experience. On. Yeah, uh, so um, I think DC is going to fall. They're going to fall all the way to the bottom. I mean, yeah, I think it's it's tough when I think they I think eight games is best case scenario. Eight wins is best case scenario. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't win another game this year. Exactly. That that's more what I think it's going to be. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule, so I don't know if they that. But it's eight wins, and that's best case. Maybe <laughs> they might, and they might end with six. Maybe five hundred. Yeah, they have they have they're six and three right now, and they're I think they're definitely going to be six and four. Dallas is on the upswing right now. Dallas is definitely um, on the upswing. They're five and five. I'm buying on Dallas. This is the high. This is the best I've seen them play in a long time, um, as far as like back to back weeks. They're one of the. They're one of those teams that has the door kind of still open for them to to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, five and five. They're 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 in it for sure. Um, they're half a game. They're half a win back from Minnesota. Yeah. So. Uh, I like Dallas to win this game. Yeah, I, I have Dallas winning this game at home, uh, and somehow Jason Garrett will live to coach another day. He's gonna coach another season, unfortunately. <laughs> God fucking damn it! It's it's too bad, man. I would love to see one of these super talented um, young offensive-minded coaches get a hold of that team and just be... bring back the life of the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like when they're the, when they're exciting and good. The, it's good for the NFL, dude. Establish the power run game like Emmett Smith and go over the top. Like I think they hit. I think they hit a home run with uh, Vander Esch, a middle linebacker. He's been and, unstoppable. And so um, I think that they're going to be okay. They, I think they hit a home run with Amari. Other than giving up the draft pick, well, the, yeah, the draft pick sucks. But I think that he's a he's a player. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that was a good move. And then Zeke is obviously special in the offensive line. Um, so yeah. Dallas looks like trouble moving forward. Yeah. Um, and then the last game on Thanksgiving. Primetime. This matchup just doesn't make sense as far as Thanksgiving goes at all. Um, Atlanta going to New Orleans to face my number one team in the league, uh, Drew Brees and the Saints. 
I got I got the spread at I got the spread at New Orleans negative nine. Oh, you're being way too kind to Atlanta. Oh, you think they got it more than that? A bigger win than that? Vegas has it at New Orleans minus thirteen. Thirteen. God damn, that is crazy. Yeah, see, it's tough for me to give a spread more than ten. You know what I mean? It's tough for me to want to bet on a team losing by double digits. I'll give you a preview right now. That's not the only plus ten line on this. Yeah, schedule for this week. Yeah, I bet I bet I know the other one if I if I uh, go. Well, we'll down. get there. We'll get yeah, there exactly. Um, but yeah, so there's not really any. You know, we know what New Orleans is doing. They're only going to get better. Yep. Um, they're just you know they're firing on all cylinders. Only injury I think is going to stop them now. Yep, for um, sure. And Atlanta is four and six. They're still fighting. So this is not going to be an easy game for New Orleans. I think it's going to be another high scoring game. Exactly. Take the take the over. Exactly. Take the over on this one. This is a divisional matchup. It's a see. I love I love where you're going with this. It's a divisional matchup. Yeah. It's between two teams that were looked at as probably the favorites to go, to win the division. Yeah. Uh, or probably two of the top favorites to win the division, uh, rather. And then it's Thanksgiving. It's a holiday. It's prime time. It's yeah. all eyes on them. Atlanta's only two games back. I mean, there's six games left, so it's and at the end of the day, if Atlanta can steal one of these, well, I'm picking Atlanta to win this game. I, this is a trap okay, game. Okay, there we go. This is a okay. trap game. I think for New Orleans, I'm sticking. I like with, it. I like it. I'm sticking with Atlanta because I picked them to win the division at the beginning of the year. So I'm I'm gonna stick it with them because you picked the Saints to win the division this year. I picked the Saints to win the most games. In the league this year. I know. I know. I'm ready for that to come to fruition. No one had that. But here's the thing. Atlanta could have just as high-powered of an offense as All New these Orleans. guys. Kansas City, L.A., New Orleans, they have the names. and the and the and Now, Devontae Freeman is hurt, but Tevin but, Coleman is a, is a good player, and Ido Smith has been productive. And Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Muhammad well, Sanu are no slouches. And Hooper, and Hooper you know, he's going to take uh, – you know, he's going to progress through the year, you know, only get better because he's, you know, still a second, third-year player at a tough position at tight end. So that team definitely could win, but I got New Orleans winning this game. I figured. So uh, moving on uh, from the Thanksgiving games, uh, that's going to – that's an exciting spread, though. No, it's going to be uh, – listen. It's too, it's too bad about Alex Smith. That's kind of the disappointment of the day, but – Yeah, because, I mean, be the, the Redskins-Cowboys, it's, it's a nice – it's it's one of those great historic uh historic team matchups uh and luckily they're in the same division so they get to face off a lot against each other. Yep. They're all they're all divisional matchups so that that was smart by them. Yeah, um, definitely. Make make these games mean something. So first game going is pretty uh pretty boring one in my opinion. I'm uh, not looking forward to this game. Uh Jacksonville at Buffalo. Uh they're both 3 and 7. I don't know how Buffalo has won 3 games. Uh kudos to their coaching and they've just with the with the uh, quarterback issues, just crazy. I I don't can't see anyone uh, winning with those kind of quarterbacks. Yeah. Um. So I think the spreads Jacksonville minus four. Oh, pretty um, close. Jacksonville minus three. Yeah. Just because they're they're on the road, I think it's you know they're gonna have it a little tighter than it is. It's gonna be a low scoring game. That's for sure. But I think uh, with Fournette being healthy, uh, running against Buffalo, they're gonna just Buffalo has nothing going on offensively. That defense is just gonna eat it up. Listen, man, New York got hit by a big snowstorm this past weekend. and So Leonard Fournette, or do you think Shady? I'm thinking Shady, man. I got Buffalo winning this game. 
Man, I got to look at the weather reports. Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just... Are, it's big time now. It's cold weather games. Yeah, and Jacksonville is just... They're so dysfunctional this year. I, they're so unpredictable. Yeah. We talked We talked about it in the last episode. They have had one of the most disappointing seasons, and we don't know which Jacksonville is going to show up on a week-to-week basis. And yeah. you can't trust Blake Bortles as a quarterback anymore. Yeah, Cam Robinson is out, one of uh, Jacksonville's best offensive linemen. It's going to be tough. They're going to have to run the ball, especially if it's a cold-weather game. 100%. But I I got Jacksonville winning. Listen, you got to make up some ground uh, in this yeah. uh, in these picks. So. so, so Jacksonville and New Orleans can make up some ground for me. You did. Oh wait, did you pick Detroit too? Uh, no, no, I picked Chicago. I picked Dallas. We differ on Atlanta and New Orleans, and we differ on Jacksonville, Jacksonville and Buffalo. Perfect. All right, now and now I'm gonna su- I'm I'm gonna guess we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna differ yeah. on this. Oh yeah, we are. This is <laughs> this is good. This is gonna be good. So the next game of a great divisional matchup between the Cleveland Browns and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. I couldn't think. The Battle of Ohio. I cannot figure out who's going to win this game. And so I opened a fortune cookie and I said, whatever the fortune cookie says, I'm going with that team. The cookie said, let your boundless heart explore. Now, if if you're talking about if exploring, I think you got to that's picking Cleveland to win, right? No, 100 percent. So I'm going with Cleveland. I like I like Baker to get the win, and also Cincinnati. Um, no AJ um, missing two tight ends. It's tough. Uh, yeah, th- they are very very limited um, in the passing game, especially having Andy Dalton on top of that. Um, they're looking at John Ross, uh, who can't get open for himself, and, which is crazy. And, and CJ Uzma. Well, he's a guy that takes the top off. He, yeah, he's not a guy that break. He's not a route runner. He's a he guy just that beats you down down the field. It's he's when quicker. when the when the players jump the the good route runners, he's wide open over the top. It's just, yeah. you know, th- those players are effective. You need those guys, but that can't be like your main. It's make or CJ Uzma. You know, yeah, it's make or break with those kinds of guys. Now they do have a good running back duo in Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard. I yeah, think their defense is pretty solid. That's where they have to hold their hat is their defense and their run game. They're playing in Cincinnati, so I, th- you know, Cincinnati was tough for me to pick. I think S- Cleveland's healthy, yeah. So like they've got that's what they've got going on for them. It's definitely and it's a divisional matchup, so it's not like um, a big travel or anything like that. Yeah, well, I, th- I mean, but it's I same th- state. I think they're gonna have the. Uh, I think they're gonna have the spread at five and a half. Cincinnati five and a half. Cincinnati minus three. They're only giving them a field goal because they're at home. Oh, okay. So it was a. So it was even. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. So that it was a tough choice and listen, Cincinnati Cincinnati's got an uphill battle, but I I just have to stick with never picking the Cleveland Browns. Hey, that that works out for you for the most part. Usually does. Um so moving on, this one uh this is gonna be another basically non non interesting game. Um it's gonna be a blowout. Number four New England traveling to the New York Jets, uh, who are three and seven. Um, I think the spread they got this one at New England negative seven and a half. Uh, it's New England minus nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay, that's not that's not too bad. I can live with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know Gronk Gronk's questionable. It sucks. Um, I got, I pulled up some stats uh, for Gronk and Brady. I thought were interesting. Uh, one second, let me let me find them really quick. Um, so since 2013. Um, Brady with Gronk has a 104 quarterback rating, mm-hmm. um, opposed to without Gronk at 91. 
Um, his QBR seventy is his QBR seventy five without Gronk sixty two. Yeah. Now the the big one to me here is uh, with Gronk. Now he's passed. He's with Gronk. He's thrown um, eighteen hundred, roughly eighteen hundred attempts uh, without Gronk, uh, roughly nine hundred. So about twice as many Double. passes. Um, but with with him on the field, he's thrown twenty four picks out of eighteen hundred. Without him, he's thrown thirteen picks out of nine hundred. You know, I think it really it really um, makes them. He makes everything else work. Yeah, he. They rely on him to get the double team um, to draw all these underneath routes. You have to double open. team him. Um, so not having Gronk is a big deal, but you know, it's the Patriots versus the little brother Jets. Let's be real here. Sam Darnold, he's. Uh, it's great that he's sticking through this season, getting a ton of experience. He's played great. He's played great this year for for the situation he's been in and the way his just, just the playing, team around him just has been playing, playing every week too is big time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I still think you're right. You know, New England's going to win this game. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be close. It's not going to be pretty either. It's not going to be pretty. Um, this, see, hopefully Gronk gets back on the field, though. That's <laughs> what I'll be watching in, for this game. You know, what, you know what I'm expecting this game to be? You remember when we used to work at Buffalo on, and on Sundays we'd be there for football and it'd be such a blowout that the, the TV network would just take the game off the TV and put a different game up there yeah. that's closer. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those games. Yeah, this is not going to be pr- very interesting unless you're a Patriots fan. Um, and then moving on, uh, another divisional matchup. we got the New York Giants traveling to Philly. Um, this is going to be a fun game. Yeah, it's it. the records, you know, if New York wins, this is a tie. They're tied. Yeah. Um, which is insane, um, especially, you know, with the bad start. Could OBJ be right? You know, are they going to rattle off all those wins? Saquon looks real good on Sunday. Yep. And uh, so I got the spread uh, Philly minus six, though. I, I, I think they're going to – Nailed it spot on. I think yeah. You nailed it spot on. Yeah, I think they're going to favor Philly still just being in Philly. In Philly, and- defending champs. New York isn't having the greatest but season. New York's going to be uh, – this is going to be – you're right. It's going to be an interesting game to watch. Listen, New York, New York. Alex Smith is down. This division's up for grabs. New York is going to be one of those teams that even when their window closes, since mathematically nobody is out technically, yeah. when their window closes, I think at, at in weeks 15, 16, 17, they're going to probably ruin a couple teams' seasons. But at the end of the day, I got Philly winning this game because I think yeah. overall Philly has the more concrete team. They haven't gone as much through, as gone through as much dysfunction this year. They're playing a, a lot better, even though they're coming off a horrible game against New Orleans. Um, I think Philly is just going to be able to get the job done. Yeah, I think Philly's going to want to get a, a, a get a win after that ass whooping they just took. Um, yeah, and this is a team that they should not lose to. So. No, they should not lose this game. But but Saquon's special, man. He's he's definitely a special talent. He's crazy to watch. Um, I think he's going to be a, a star running back for ten years. That's just, for sure. Just what he looks like. No, um, Saquon Saquon's going to have a ta- long career. And and OBJ is a special player. Uh, you know, he's a top five wide receiver as well. So anytime you have dynamic talent, they can just score the rock. You don't necessarily have to get a lot of opportunity. You just need to you know let them work. If they hit a couple, hit a couple, it's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. If it, um. But yeah. yeah, I got Philly winning. All right. Um, moving on down, we got Sanford. This is a pretty um. You know, this is the weirdest matchup I think on the schedule this week. Yeah, the Niners go to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. 
Um, this is going to be a boring game. Yeah, Jameis is back in. I think they got the line at Tampa Bay, negative three and a half. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yep. It's a. It's going to be a close game. Um, but it's going to be a terrible game at the same time. I got San Francisco winning. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Um, oh, for sure it's going to be a defensive game. I don't game. think either one of the offenses, Nick Mullins or um, Jameis Winston, are going to have a great game. Jameis Winston doesn't finish this game. I'll tell you that right now. That would be that would be wild if if he didn't finish this game if they went back back to Fitzpatrick. I'm telling you, he's not going to. James Winston's throwing two picks so you got to me. Richard Sherman this week. That'd be that'd be dope. I'd be down with that. But I got Tampa Bay winning just because I think they have a better defense um, and they have better offensive weapons with Deshaun Jackson and I just, Mike Mike Evans. I think that quarterback roller coaster is too much. Nick Mullins is not anything to be hanging your hat on, my man. But Nick Mullins at least has three consecutive starts under his belt. And he can sling the rock. It's That's what I'm dope. saying. He, he's fun to watch for sure. George, and Mullins. George Kittle is no slouch at tight end. No, George Kittle's had a great year. He's definitely been the uh, most improved player as far as um, tight ends go. I would agree with that. Um, and then the next game, um, the game I'll be watching for sure. Seattle uh, traveling to the East Coast, tr- taking on number nine, Carolina. Yep. Um, this is the last time we made this trip, we lost. Uh, it seems like we play the, the Panthers and the page- Packers so much. Yeah. Um, this is always a tough matchup, so I think they're going to have to spread uh, Carolina three and a half. Nailed it again. You got three in a row right here, bud. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, our style matches up. Well, you know, we're both kind of run 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 head, dominant teams. Run dominant teams. We have great middle linebackers, uh, two of the best really yeah. uh, matching up this week. Um and then also two of the most athletic quarterbacks matching up. So uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a close one, but obviously I gotta I gotta go with my boys. Um I think the Hawks are playing good football right now, running the ball. Um they're you know, in the last four they've won every game other than the Ram. Yeah. The Rams. So and they play them tough. So I think that they'll be able to run the ball, establish, you know, establish the league, keep it close and and get this East Coast monkey off our back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, they're going to do their thing uh, no matter what. But like you said, your your defense is still uh, the Hawks defense, even though it's got a lot of different pieces to it now. Frank Clark's got ten sacks. We got it, you know. We've got a Bobby in the middle still. Yeah, uh, our um, the Griffin twins, our DBs have played well. Um, I think, I think our, both of our coordinators have done a great job for their first year. Um, Ken Norton Jr. keeping us alive with the defense. Yeah, they've they've done really well with working with what they have. Yep, and just bringing in you know an offensive coordinator that's a run you know run first guy. That's what we have to be. Yeah, and I think I think just the way uh, the Packers game went on Thursday Night Football for the Hawks and uh, the kind of game it was, that kind of win and what it does for a team going into the home stretch for, of a season, uh, I think I think it's big, and I I got the Hawks winning this game too. Yeah, it's we've had some heartbreaks um, this season, so to get that win was big time for us. Um, and if we and if we win, I mean this this one has major uh, wild card implications. Hundred percent, it does. Hundred percent, especially especially if we win. If we, you know, well, yeah. If if, if Carolina wins, it's going to be they're going to take a step and separate themselves. Exactly. I think uh, with seven and four, that's going to be pretty pretty tough. If you and if if the Hawks and Carolina are tied at six and four after week twelve, the NFC wild card picture or six and five. 
or yeah, six and five, excuse me. Uh, after week twelve, uh, the NFC wildcard picture is just going to be especially because I think the Cowboys got an easy one against DC. Yeah, that puts them at six and five as well. You know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, and this uh, this one's definitely got big, big. And then the the Sunday night game is Minnesota Green Bay, so it's there's going to be some another some more wild card implications there. So definitely, yeah, I got Seattle going in there and winning a tight one. It's going to be another. Another close one. Yeah, but it, it'll be probably a low scoring game. It'll be a good one though. Yeah. Um, this one we got a next game. We got an AFC matchup. We got the Oakland Raiders traveling to Baltimore um, to play the Baltimore Ravens at five and five. So yeah. they're definitely in the wild card position right now. Yep. Um, Oakland, I think, is the worst team in the league right now. Um, yes, definitely. So I I can't pick them to win. I think. Nope. I think this spread is a negative eight, even with a backup quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson got the most rushing yards by a quarterback in his first start ever. Can we talk about that for a second? And what 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 they have the spread at really quick? Well, this is another one above ten, yep. minus ten and a half. Ten and a half, ten and a half for Bal- See into yeah for Baltimore. Excuse me, for, Baltimore minus ten and a half for and for Baltimore to you know to get that with a backup quarterback it says a lot, well, especially a Bal- uh, backup quarterback like Lamar Jackson. And listen, we. We talked about it a lot last week, uh, the whole Joe Flacco, RG3, Lamar Jackson situation and who Baltimore should start. And we all said that Robert Griffin III should start and Lamar Jackson, if he needs to come in, he'll come in. No yeah. pressure, all of that. He yeah. was named the starter, and he performed yeah. well. Yep, it was he, good. I mean, I think they, they wanted to stay alive, and he's more dynamic player. Um, RG3 is kind of playing the safe route and playing for the future, where yep. I think the now play was Lamar and – it worked out for them, and now they're they're a whole different team now. Yeah, and so for Oakland to have to play them with only one one game of film. Yep, you don't know what kind of offense they run. Baltimore can rattle off two three wins before people oh. are even going to know what they're doing on offense. Exactly. I mean, Lamar Jackson. He like you said, there's only one game of f- like one f- game of film uh, on Lamar Jackson and. Who knows what they've been doing in practice with him? Yeah, and he basically didn't show. You know, they didn't really show any of the passing package. It's all mm-hmm. rushing stuff. So if everybody's just focused on him rushing the ball, he's going to have some shit open downfield. It's going to be. Yeah, and I'm excited some- to watch this Ravens team with Lamar Jackson. It's going to yeah. be fun because I like their running backs. I like their receivers. I think they're deep at both those positions. So um, it's going to be good. Yeah, and they have a coach uh, in John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, or no. It's John. John. Yeah, John. Yeah, Jim. No, Jim is at Michigan. Yeah. John is in yep. Baltimore. Uh, but he's he's coaching for his job, and he's going to be willing to do anything and everything to save it. Well, right now he's sitting in the playoffs, so it's like he's done his job, lost his starting quarterback, still in it. Yeah. Um, I like Baltimore winning this game. I, I, I got. Ba- can't pick. Can't pick Oakland right now. Yeah, I mean, I got Baltimore winning this game. They're they're headed for the number one pick. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that. Hopefully a pass rusher. Um, the next uh, next game we got a pretty weird matchup again. Um, we got Arizona traveling to LA to play the Chargers. Uh, yeah. At seven and three, I think the spread's going to be uh, Chargers negative seven and a half. <laughs> they nope. got they got a bad one on this one. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do they got? Well, with Bosa back and all that. Chargers minus twelve and a half. Damn. So was that the big? Is that the biggest spread? Or no? Oh, New was, Orleans is thirteen. 13? Yeah. 
Damn, that's just disrespectful. I told you, I told you, three games were over 10, 10 points. Yeah, and I, I didn't have one projected over ten points. I just no. it's tough for me to pick those games because I'll try to give them the benefit of the doubt on the most, uh, just because these are pro teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Arizona wants to stay in this game at all, they just like they have to feed Fitz and David Johnson the ball. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, the Chargers are going to just run the ball with, uh, with Melvin Ingram and clock it and keep Melvin their off. Melvin Gordon. Ingram's, Mel- Ingram's on defense. <laughs> yep, yeah, Melvin Gordon. Um, they're just going to hand him the rock because Arizona only has two players, and that's Patrick Peterson. and No, no, no. I mean, oh. I, I think they only have two players on offense, David Johnson and Fitz. So oh, yeah, for sure. If you keep those two guys off the field, you're going to just destroy this Cardinals team. Yeah. Um, and Joey Bosa's back, and he's looking good. Uh, this Chargers team is – definitely going to the playoffs yeah Um, and i think they're going to be a threat to win a game um with melvin ingram and uh joey bosa on opposite ends of a pass rush derwin james is playing great melvin gordon is running the ball well (laughs) keenan allen is is a gamer um and obviously they got philip rivers an elite quarterback they're they're a threat to win a game in the afc playoffs yeah definitely they could definitely they could definitely maybe even squeeze out uh, yeah i mean it's too bad that they lost that game to denver um yeah that that really hurt but especially because the chiefs lost uh they would have been able to tie up with the chiefs which have been amazing yeah um but that's all right seven and three they're still just so solid i think they end up winning 10 games which is a great season. oh they'll definitely win at least 10 games and that's gonna that's gonna do it i mean this one's gonna be an easy win probably sitting at eight and three next week and i think that's always good yeah um this next one, I think, is another trap game alert. Uh, we got Pittsburgh, number five, Pittsburgh traveling to Denver. Um, the altitude. Denver, the altitude in Denver. And um, anytime you have an elite pass rush, yeah. which Denver has, I think you have a chance of beating people. If you just disrupt their offense, you can beat people. Um, yeah. I think the line the line here was pretty close. I think it was Pittsburgh negative three and a half. Minus three. Yes, I, I, you know, they are on the road, but I still just think they're the better football team. So you got to pick them to win. Yeah, I got the Steelers winning too. They're the they're the better football team on paper, uh, and from what we've seen this year, obviously Denver's going through their quarterback situation. I just think John Elway. I think it's it's time that his management of the quarterback situation should be questioned. Um, this team is ready to go. This team can yeah. play. They got they got talent all over the field. Um, yeah. They've just mismanaged the quarterback position. Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Case Keenum. This is not the. These are not the names you would think of John Elway. That ain't it, the, Chief. Yeah, this is just not the names you would think John Elway would bring you. Um, not nothing against those guys. Those guys are just. Not, They're trying to do what they can. It's just it's not working. The rest of this team's ready to go. They got every other position group locked up and loaded. Yeah, like you said, that that elite pass rush with Vaughn Miller and rookie Bradley Chubb, who's looked incredible this year. Yep. Uh, if they if they can make it on make it difficult on Ben Roethlisberger, Denver has a good chance to steal one at home. I think this is a trap game for Pittsburgh. You know, they can't come out and throw out a dud. You know. No, not if like they, they did this past week. If they come out and you know they were really. Run it, running into these guys and go three and out a couple times it could go bad for for pittsburgh quick but yeah pittsburgh pittsburgh got got lucky i got pittsburgh winning though yeah no pittsburgh's gonna win the game but pittsburgh got lucky against jacksonville because of the way they played they got lucky to come out with that victory yeah um next game we got an afc matchup this one's gonna be big wild card implications Uh, oh yeah both, both the teams were five and five we got the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins traveling to Indianapolis uh, to play the Colts. 
I think they got this spread real tight. I got Indy two and a half, negative two and a half. You think it? Oh, boy. Yeah. You have, ye have little faith. In, in the Colts. Oh yeah. So they got they got big time spread. See, these are the games that like I bet on when it's like a big difference like this. Indy minus eight. See, I, I'm I'm taking Miami in that. I'm taking Miami. Okay. You know, but that's what uh, normally, you know, normally we're pretty close, right? Yeah. And it's like when you see a big disparity like that, that's just because I think uh, Miami has a good defense. Um, they have a few in, weapons on offense. Indianapolis has played great because their, off, their offensive line went for – I forget. I didn't look if Andrew Luck got sacked this week. I don't think he but, did. But the previous four weeks he hadn't gotten sacked. Yeah, no, he didn't. He so, didn't. you know, behind an offensive line, Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton, that's enough. Yeah, their their uh, offense they is clicking. Have, they don't have a run game. Um, they don't have a great defense, so they are susceptible to a loss to Miami. Um, but I, ultimately, I think the Colts are going to win. I have I have Indianapolis winning this game. I think their offense is clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Ty Hilton had an incredible game this past week. Andrew Luck is looking like his old self. Uh, and the best part with Andrew Luck is he's not taking hits. He's getting out of bounds. He's he's changed his strategy and how he plays and to me he's having his Kawhi like Kawhi and Andrew Luck have done what they needed to do yep I would I would they I like are that who we thought they were <laughs> I like that comparison yeah it's just he's he's a ball he's balling out he doesn't have a ton of targets T.Y. Hilton's only name anybody knows on that offense yeah um he's you know Ebron and Jack Doyle have produced pretty well but outside of that it's a bunch of nobodies yep um, and then moving on to Sunday Night Football. Um, a Great NFC North matchup. NFC North matchup um, for first place. Um, this was Well, this no. Th- or for second place. Yeah. For second place. Um, Green Bay traveling to number 10, Minnesota. Yep. Um, I got the spread, my- Minnesota minus five and a half. Minnesota minus three and a half. Yeah. Also, the thing, Rodgers is going to be closer than uh, – than I do. That's that's weird because normally I think Rogers is going to crush it. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, I just don't like. I I don't like. This is like the least amount of confidence I've had in Green Bay in a long time. See, I got a lot of confidence in Green Bay on this Sunday night matchup. Rogers is playing hurt. Um, they're just they don't have much help. McCarthy's play calling is just like blah. It's gotten like I don't like to ever. I don't ever like to judge play calling, but when you have someone like Rogers and you should be winning more games than this. And, like, they've completely let, you know, him lose all of his major targets. Like, yeah. Cobb's gotten old. That's one thing. But to have a, a guy, you know, Valdez Scantling and St. Brown are playing major minutes at the two and the three receiver spot. Yeah. Um, Listen, I think it's going to be a close game. It's it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a tie game last time. Yeah, it was a tie game. La- it was the tie game last game. Uh, it's a divisional matchup. Uh, I just I feel like Aaron Rodgers is not gonna walk away from this game without winning because of the way it ended last game. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be motivated. Um, Both teams are. I think I just think you know if they lose this game, I think Mike McCarthy is all of a sudden on the hot seat. I think Mike McCarthy's been on the hot seat, especially just because you know. Rogers I think McCarthy Rodgers was hurt last year and they missed the playoffs, but to miss the playoffs two years in a row, that's not good. McCarthy's been on the hot seat since the last Minnesota game when they tied. Yeah, so that's in my opinion, at least. Aaron Jones, though, he's been the bright spot for this year. He's been crushing it the past um, two he's weeks. Definitely, someone they're going to be able to build around. So they got Devontae Adams still. They just need to add a couple more pieces and get some fresh play calling in there. For the love of God. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that's going to be another one. Big, big, uh, big playoff game. Yeah. Um, and then the final game of the week, uh, Monday Night Football, AFC South Showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, the five and five Tennessee Titans traveling to Houston, um, who I got a number six in the NFL. Yes, you do. Riding a seven game win streak. I love this team. Listen, no one's talking about that seven game win streak enough. Everyone's talking about New Orleans nine game win streak. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. They, you know, that's it's tough to have the second, you know. But listen, their second I mean, best. It's, but it's, for Houston to start out zero and three, New Orleans only started out zero and one. No, to, to to face the adversity and then to lose your number two wide receiver and then trade for a, a that was one a one b type receiver. That was big time. That was a huge pickup for them, and it, it allows Kiki Kude to uh, QD or whatever it is, Kiki Kude, whatever, um, to play the slot. That's going to be a big. They like him as a playmaker. Yeah, they have those two big outside receivers. Um, I had the spread at Houston minus five. Uh, they don't have a line for this game. And I just think that because. The, Tennessee is a gritty team. They play in weird games. Either get, they're either in like forty point blowouts or they're in like three point games. Yeah. Um, so it's tough to tell who's going to show up. But with Marcus Mariota being hurt, um, I just think Houston's going to thrash him. Yeah, Houston. Houston's going to win their eighth game in a row. They they look like the team we we've said it multiple times. They look like the team now that we thought they were going to be. Uh, even though they've had to shake it up a little bit with the injury to Will Fuller and then trading for Demarius Thomas. But Demarius Thomas, he's basically slid right in and fit perfectly into the system. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a top-five receiver in the NFL. Deshaun Watson is looking great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The combination of Lamar Miller and Alfred Blue is working. Jadavion and J.J. Watt both got 10 sacks this year. Yeah, Uh, Honey Badgers stayed on the field, stayed healthy. And he's um, and he's definitely impacted games in more ways than just Houston's one. my Houston's my favorite team in the AFC for sure this year. They've I, always been and well, yeah, they were my team at the beginning of the season that was kind of my yeah. underdog as far as my top ten ratings go. Um and they've they've proven me right. I'm I'm stoked about it. <laughs> I, I I'm glad that they're gonna win that division. Um and hopefully win a playoff game. It's always it's always nice when you're right. It is. It is. Uh, and then real quickly, the bye weeks this week, obviously, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs at three and the Los Angeles Rams at two, the last teams to have a bye uh, here in week 12 yeah. uh, as we hit the home stretch. Let's get into the good stuff. I'm excited to see uh, see what happens as far as the playoff race goes. Yeah, but all right. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, let's run through the top 10 real quick. Yeah. Um, at number one, I got the New Orleans Saints. Then it goes the the Rams, the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the Steelers. Um, and then I got the Houston Texans, Chargers, Bears, Panthers, and Vikings um, rounding it out. It's it's going to be interesting. Those those five teams after that are are going to be good. They're going to challenge all those guys. Yeah, definitely. But with that, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Hope you enjoy your turkey day on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Enjoy all the turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes. Yep. green beans all that and then all the football you can uh indulge yourself in on thursday enjoy that and as well as sunday and with that that wraps up this episode of the tsk show don't forget you can find us at tsk show on facebook twitter and instagram if you want to find myself or tyler on twitter be sure to follow us at the duke of sports and at tyler's underscore world underscore all of our content can be found on soundcloud or apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We are also now on anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK show 
or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Minshew for Heisman.